0: Welcome to Off the beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. <laughs> Join us on this RV full-time living journey.
1: Across the beautiful United States.
0: We're the fellas. Can you do us a quick favor and follow us on Instagram at the Fayolas? Send us a quick message or comment and let us know what you think of the podcast. If you can believe it, RV life is not all what it's made up to be. In fact, you probably shouldn't do it.
1: Unless you love spending money. (laughs) You love repairing things.
0: And you love staying one week or longer with the Teton Mountains in your view. Yep. <laughs> so here's the deal. It can't be all rainbows and unicorns or everyone in the world would do it. And then it would be insane. So there are problems and there are things that go wrong.
1: It definitely takes a special type of person to do this lifestyle and, and see it through Yeah, the whole way.
0: And this podcast is about those issues. Some of those issues.
1: I've already had my moments yeah. where I was ready to just... Hang it up. Hang up the keys.
0: Yep. What turned your mind? What changed your mind?
1: Yeah. Uh, spots like this, staring at the Grand Tetons and yeah. Rocky Mountains.
0: Yep. And you can always vacation in those areas. If, if, if we this life, yeah. If this lifestyle is not your thing, you can always just vacation a lot. But here are the things
1: we've compiled a list yeah. of complaints.
0: Yep. First one gas
1: that has been especially recently <laughs> our major expense
0: yep i would say before um january 20th 2020 <laughs>
1: <laughs> filling up our rv was a breeze
0: <laughs> i mean it didn't hurt quite as bad that's for sure
1: as of today 61522 the average national price of gas per gallon is $5.01
0: and we have 6 miles to per the gallon. gallon. Yeah. <laughs> in the RV. So, and it's... lately
1: we've been actually driving more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we had a we had like a week stretch where we pretty much drove every day or almost every day. And that was painful. But then we got to Colorado and we were able to settle down for 10 days. But now we're back on the move some more. are trying to make it to Idaho, Northern Idaho by the 1st of the month.
0: Yeah, but we're here in the Tetons for at least 10 days. Yeah. Maybe a little more. And that's always good when we settle down. So there's, I mean, the the, the way to fix this problem is to slow your roll. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended, get it. Yeah, roll. yeah got it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> slow down, stay in one space longer, and, you know, you'll save some money. The problem is. Even if we're staying here, like, for example, we're staying here in the Tetons for quite a few days, we're still driving the Jeep.
1: Yep. Which is in, in the mountains, mountains
0: and exploring and all of that.
1: Another thing to keep in mind is gas is typically more expensive in touristy areas. For example, here in Jackson, Wyoming, um, we've seen gas from 481. We got it the other day when we were coming into Jackson. Um, And just down the road on the same day, it was like 5.58.
0: Yep. And here in the park, it's close to that. Yeah.
1: There's a gas station in Grand Teton National Park at one of the lodge areas.
0: And it's exactly what you would expect. Yeah.
1: (laughs) They're not giving it away.
0: (laughs) Another way to save money on gas is to use apps. We have one that's actually saved us quite a bit of money.
1: Yeah. We use um, Upside app. Which we We'll link have, it. Yeah, we have a referral code for that. Yeah. Um, we used it a ton in Florida, and we saved, or we actually got $70 cash back from that.
0: And what's really over cool. Over just
1: about a month, right?
0: Yeah. It was, it was just a few Phillips. We can, you can hook it up to, instead of getting it on your debit card, because if you don't want to put your debit card in there, you can um, get an Amazon gift card. So all that cash we just had sent to our Amazon yeah, that's what we cart. did,
1: yep. and, but there's actually a ton of different. Yeah, you gift can have cards. it sent you can get to your to debit. restaurants, or you know, it's it's one of those you've probably seen them, where they offer multiple options for that cash back.
0: And that upside also works with restaurants as well.
1: And I use Gas Buddy before I fill up anywhere. I usually try to scope out the area on the Gas Buddy map just to compare prices. And I've actually seen them, a twenty to forty cent difference in at that point, it's worth driving ten miles down the road to get a better deal on gas.
0: I mean, we've seen them um, dollar fifty more yeah. next door to each other. Yeah, <laughs> guess which one I picked. Yeah, <laughs> um. it wasn't
1: even nighttime.
0: <laughs> Don't let me drive your car. Okay. Uh, another thing you should think about with gas. Is not the cost and stuff, but it's kind of a pain (laughs) to fill up in some spots.
1: Yeah. A lot of gas stations aren't big rig friendly. They don't have the type of layout where you can just pull through with your, let's say for us, our class A with the Jeep behind it, I have had to unhook the Jeep just to get into a gas pump Mm -hmm. and then shimmy my way back out and then hook the Jeep back up. So that's another thing I try to scope them out on Google Maps before I go, if I pick one.
0: Um you don't actually do it before we go you do it right down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you're driving. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Drive me crazy. <laughs> like can I do that? No, I can't do that cuz I have no sense of space, but um but yeah, definitely look ahead on your route and see the different gas stations that you have available and you can kind of look at them through Google Maps and see if you have enough room.
1: Yeah. Now if you're a diesel Maybe different story. You can go to like the Pilots and Loves and what Flying Jays. Sometimes they'll even have an RV lane, but otherwise you can just run through the uh, truck lanes and that's easy.
0: Yeah. We've
1: seen normally- a few that actually have unleaded fuel and you can go through, but they're much, much more sparse.
0: Mm-hmm. Normally, um, if you're, if you have diesel, you shouldn't have any issues at all because no. there's trucks. <laughs> Semis are normally longer than us. So if they can get in, we can get in. But we're gas, unfortunately.
1: So yeah, that's a, probably our biggest gripe right now is gas. gas. The- and
0: I mean, everyone has issues with gas. I mean, if you if you live in an urban area and you commute an hour to work, <laughs> you're probably just as upset with gas. Yeah. Of course, it's much cheaper than driving um, an RV, but um, but it's an issue. Number two, when things break... If you can't fix it, you may find yourself without a home. For In this time, uh, when, when parts are hard to get, for a long time, you may be without a home for a long time.
1: Yeah, if there's a major repair that you have to do to your RV and you can't do it yourself, um, the dealers right now are overwhelmed, it seems. Everybody that I've talked to and all the other podcasts and videos that we watch and stuff, There's a lot of complaints out there about the wait times for dealers to fix stuff. And partially because of supply chain issues and stuff, they're just not able to get the parts or they just have such a backlog that people are waiting months to get their RVs fixed. And as a full-time RVer, that's like for us, I don't, that wouldn't even be possible.
0: Yeah. I think we follow somebody. I don't know who it is, but they like rented a house or an apartment. Yeah.
1: They had to rent an apartment because of the uh, length of time to even get started fixing their rv
0: and that would be devastating for us yeah not money wise i mean but being settled in an apartment i would go insane (laughs) i can barely last a month in one area yeah i'm trying to talk tony into um wintering in quartzite for a few months six months and he's like uh i don't think we could stay in one spot i don't don't think that's possible (laughs) I know, like, how are we ever going to buy land <laughs> if we can't even agree to stay in one area for six months?
1: It's going to have to be epic spot. but Yeah.
0: So, for example, we, on our way here to the Grand Tetons, uh, we were going through a construction area, and somebody cut in front of us and threw rocks up at our glass.
1: Yep. Now we have a couple nice big chunks of glass taken out.
0: Yeah. We have insurance. No deductible at all. It's nice. And so in a perfect world, that would be great. <laughs> Yep, but for us, it it's becoming kind of a snag.
1: Yeah, we've trying to have been coordinating uh, back and forth pictures and part numbers and stuff like that. Now we just have to figure out where we're gonna be because they have to ship the glass.
0: Yep. So, if it's you know if it's gonna take them two weeks to get to us, you know where are we gonna be in two weeks? Yeah. We don't even know. So in
1: our current situation, <laughs> we're boondocking right now. In a spot that doesn't allow us to be here that long. Yeah. So we're going to have to find somewhere else to go in the meantime.
0: Yep. So um, fixing issues is, a, is an issue. <laughs> and we actually have a whole podcast on things that have gone wrong with our RV. Uh, getting it into the RV shop and um, Tony fixing stuff. It's much easier if Tony can fix it. Yeah. Maybe not for him, but for me it is. <laughs>
1: No, and it's it's not stuff that I want to do, but it's stuff that I pretty much have to do. Because, for example, stuff that have... There's multiple things that have broken this year. We've gone through two water pumps. I replaced one at a Boondockers Welcome. That part apparently was bad. Maybe. May Most likely. So we replaced it with another one. And then this one's having some overheating issues, so... I don't know, might be something wrong with my system, but <laughs> if I were to take that to the dealership, you know, they charge an hourly fee, probably mm-hmm. 150 bucks an hour. If they tr- charge a minimum one hour, that's 150 bucks plus the part.
0: It's I mean, And then yeah. if it's
1: not even fixed correctly, then what?
0: Then you got to take it back. I'm probably
1: out with my RV for a day.
0: At least. At least, if they can <laughs> get it in. Yeah.
1: You know, I don't know what the backlog is on small repairs, but. So that's one one issue. We've also had a um, vacuum flush toilet issue where I had to take the whole thing apart.
0: Yeah, we won't get into all the details. That's of that not one. a
1: fun project. <laughs> that one requires a shower afterwards. <laughs> um, s- since I don't know, maybe late last year or early this year, we've been having trouble with one of our slides. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't ride the slide in <laughs> with your weight. um it skips on one of the gears and it gets crooked so that's that's, gonna
0: be probably become a issue where we have to take it somewhere. that is
1: gonna be a major repair because i can't even see where the motor and parts and stuff are so that's probably gonna require a hole being cut somewhere so that's that's gonna be a bad one (laughs) um yeah that'll be a whole remodel by itself (laughs) And we just have been going through an issue with a blown fuse. We actually talked about that in the last podcast, episode 36. Um, it's the fuse. It's a large fuse, 400 amp fuse for our inverter. So we've got that fixed. Everything's running good. But
0: So you have to be a jack of all trades yeah. to have an RV.
1: <laughs> and it does help that I've pretty much been through this entire RV, even though it's only, what is it, four years old, five years yeah. old? I've had to fix a lot of stuff, and I've taken a lot of stuff apart, put it back together, so you kind of learn the ins and outs of it. But,
0: but it's important to know a little bit or be able to Google and try to figure it out. Yeah,
1: YouTube's been my friend for sure on some of this stuff.
0: I mean, all of these issues would have been at least a day without RV, if not longer. Yeah. I'm assuming it would be longer. For example, when our Jeep had that issue... They couldn't get us in for three days. Yeah. So if that was an issue where you couldn't live in the RV, like your front window was completely broken out, yeah. <laughs> which could have possibly happened, um, or, for example, that fuse, if you weren't able to do the workaround and we had no power, um, we would have to get a hotel.
1: Mm-hmm. Which for, we have had before.
0: Yeah, for at least three days before they even looked at the RV. Yep. Um, so definitely, that is... Um, a snag and something you need to be able to do or have a good workaround.
1: Adapt and overcome. Mm
0: -hmm. Number three, people.
1: So many people.
0: (laughs) And that's why we're doing this podcast, to scare you away. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it is getting very, very, very hard to find spots.
1: Yeah, we've seen just in this area on a daily basis, probably 20 people a day looking for a spot and where we are in the national forest.
0: Of course we're in a good spot. So
1: yeah, but you know, spaces are limited and you have to, you can only stay in a designated spot. And now if you've heard the Yellowstone national park drama, (laughs) there's 10,000 people that were kicked out of the park because of weather flooding and stuff. So that created a major problem for people.
0: They all came here. No, I don't know if they all came here, but a lot of them did. But it's not just here. I mean, Florida was a mess. uh, And, you know, even in areas that were not that popular, it was still pretty full. I mean, there's still quite a few people at these parks. Um, So that is a complaint. You have to plan a little bit ahead.
1: (laughs) Well, even going into Colorado, you looked at probably a dozen RV parks. Yeah, they were all full. They were all booked solid.
0: Or... The second part of this is they're expensive, and yeah. that's because there's a supply and demand issue. Yeah, so prices
1: are definitely going up.
0: You're looking at, you know, $50, $60 a night, and I'm not willing to pay that, so I need to do a lot more research. Even more
1: than that. I was actually looking at a place south of Jackson, in between here and Idaho. It was 99 a night.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah,
1: and the place didn't even have good reviews. I like, mean
0: the national park here is seventy. Yeah, <laughs> seventy dollars a night. Yep. at a national park spot. What? Yeah. Do you even have septic?
1: They did not have a pool. Yeah. yeah, I think that was full hookups oh. for seventy one a night, but still, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, so that's a complaint. It's getting
1: busy. It's getting expensive. They're not building any more RV parks like they are RVs.
0: <laughs> well, I would I wouldn't say that. I think RV well, parks are. It would there, be a good business right there, now. Yeah, there's definitely
1: <laughs> there are definitely RV parks being built, but not in comparison to the amount of RVs being built and sold. Yeah.
0: I actually think that the RV people purchasing RVs I think is going to go down. Yeah. I think it's going to hit. This is a hard life. Just like we're I mean, we're going through this podcast here. I think maybe you may vacation, but even before like full-timing was like popular. Um you know, you would have these RVs up for sale that had like a thousand miles because people would buy them and then it's just too much of a hassle or too big of a deal. And it wasn't worth the one week or two week vacation they got a year,
1: especially in the, in the four season States like Michigan, where we're from, I knew several people who bought a brand new travel trailer or something like, or, you know, Airstream or whatever. They used it for Memorial weekend, Mm -hmm. 4th of July weekend, And Labor Day weekend. Yeah. And then they had to store it the rest of the year.
0: So you have to decide if that's worth it for you. Um, And before full timing, that was, I mean, you'd see stuff for sale all the time. Then full timing happened. And this is kind of a different lifestyle, but it's very, very hard. Like, it's not just easy (laughs) to every day you have to be. I mean, it's not, it is fun. And to us, it's worth it. All these things that we're telling you. Don't even come close to making us want to settle down, so it to some people, it is a hundred percent worth it, um, but it's hard. Yeah. so that's gonna I think that's gonna slow down. People are gonna either you know move from full timing to back to a home base. Um,
1: and that goes back to probably the cost of travel, yeah, <laughs> you know that's gonna play a big factor, I think
0: and so we see a lot of loner rental situations right yeah. now. And people vacation in, and I personally think that's great. It's annoying and <laughs> for us, but I think it's great. People are getting out with their families m- more, and I hope it continues. Yep. I just have a hard time believing it's going to. I think it's going to go back. I think it's a big deal now because businesses were a little bit e- lenient on vacation time because of COVID and all of that. So I think people have more time to do things,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I think it'll change.
1: Start exactly. slowing down.
0: Mm-hmm. Because I think families deserve it and need it.
1: Well, to be a little selfish, I sure hope so.
0: (laughs) To be a little selfish, I hope you lose your vacation time.
1: (laughs) Go back to the office.
0: (laughs) No. Um, So, yeah, that's number three. Number four.
1: It's hard to snap out of vacation mode. Yeah. When you're traveling full-time to amazing places. This week was hard. Amazing (laughs) towns with amazing food and, you know, cool gift shops. Every time you go into one, you walk by one. You're like, I ah, could probably use another T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> at thirty bucks a pop, you know.
0: Yeah. So, so v- I'll get
1: get a few of those. Get a new hoodie. Get some stickers.
0: Which on a vacation, that's yeah. not a big deal. You kind of
1: plan for that, right? You you expect that.
0: Yeah, you go on vacation and you, um, you plan for souvenirs. Yep. But when it's your life, souvenirs number one are expensive. Number two, we don't have any more room for any more yeah. T-shirts. <laughs>
1: Time to cycle some old ones out yeah, that I don't want to a- do. It's not easy for me to do.
0: <laughs> every time we get anyone to get a cycle. Plus, it's hard to, like, be real. So, for example, we, where we're at right now is this amazing spot in front of the Teton Mountains. Our entire view is the Teton Mountains. Mm-hmm. So, the first day we were here, it was snowy and wet. Which what do you want to do on those days? You wanna like snuggle on the couch and watch Netflix? I work though. I I struggled through. (laughs) The first two days were like that. And then the third day it was blue skies like no other. So what do you want to do then?
1: Yeah, you wanna hop out and leave. (laughs) Yeah.
0: The last thing I wanna do is work. Um and my monitor is in the front. So I can like see the mountains peeking over my monitor.
1: Screaming your name.
0: Yeah. We're like, hello, do you not see us here? So it's very hard to stay on task and live real life. Yeah. So getting out of vacation mode is hard. This also happens with traveling. A lot of times you hear about full timers moving every week or mm-hmm. every few days. Uh, eventually that gets old. Yeah. I mean, some people can make it work. Um, for us, though, two weeks at least is our sweet spot.
1: Yeah, I like to be settled for between one and two weeks.
0: When we're moving too much in there, it's it's really hard to stay on task and keep a routine going. Yeah,
1: that's, that's what's a big struggle for me and the kids, especially when we have to school. And mm-hmm. if you go somewhere just for a night and you don't open the living room slide, for example, for us, and the car seats are in here, our space is more limited than it already is. And then it's hard to just, like, keep on task or, or get into, like, a good workflow.
0: Yep. So that's hard. Four. Five. Just kidding. Five. <laughs> family. This might not be as hard for some people if your family already lives far away from you. Yeah. Or is spread out all over the country because with a full-time life, you can see all of them. But for us, all of our family lives in Michigan, for the most part. We have a few stragglers. Yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, our entire, like, immediate family lives in Michigan, and they lived within an hour of us. Yeah. Um, Actually, if we lived at home, they would have, because the one that was an hour is now, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> um, they yeah.
1: were... As of right now, yeah, they would all be 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, away from us. So that's hard. That's hard to leave that... Um, and that's something you got to get over yeah. if you're full-timing. And there's
1: always Skype and Zoom and all that stuff. It's just not the same, you know, at mm-hmm. big family gatherings. I've always loved Thanksgiving dinners and Christmas mm-hmm. dinners and stuff like that. So it's hard to see everybody.
0: Right now my parents came to see us in March, which was nice. And then we um, plan, hopefully, to get back there this year. But if not, it'll be a year before seeing them. If they come see us, even, like, Mm -hmm. we'll have to talk them into seeing us where we're at. Um, But even then, it's really hard because they're coming to us. Like, for example, they came to us in March. I still have to work.
1: Yeah. You know? They're on vacation. We're not.
0: Yeah. So now they're living the vacation life, and they want us to, like, do all these things, which we want to do because we want to see with them, you know. And so I try to take time off and see them, but it's still really hard because, you know, my work is really nice at giving me time off, but the struggle is when I have the time off, it's just more work for me to do later. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's it's really hard. Um. The family is 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 something you got to get over.
1: Yeah. Especially like me, I'm not a great communicator over text, so people text me and I'm just like, awesome. Yeah. And then <laughs> <laughs> disappear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, it's sometimes it's just hard to, you know, it's hard to really communicate well over text. And mm-hmm. like, if I want to talk to my mom, she's hearing impaired. I can't talk to her on the phone. So it's pretty much all via text.
0: Yeah. It's hard. So that is something. That's number five for us. Number six,
1: it's hard to go on vacation.
0: Yeah. Why would we go on vacation, pay for a hotel, pay for a rental car, pay for all those things when we could just take a little bit of extra time and drive there? Yep. <laughs> with the RV.
1: Unless you're talking like Hawaii.
0: Yeah. We will be going there soon. Um, not soon, but we'll be going there. Uh, but here's the problem. Yes, we are in these awesome spots. And yes, I can say work, I'm taking a week off and I'm going to vacation. But here's where the problem comes in. We're in our home. Yep. So what happens?
1: We still do dishes. We, we still, still do, do laundry. Chores.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And if you're in a hotel living it up, you don't, like, have chores. You're not mopping the floor in your hotel room if you're sane. Um, I'm sure there's some of you that do this, (laughs) but that's not normal. Um, You know, so you don't have any chores. You you literally are on vacation, and you can – vacation
1: (laughs) yeah
0: you get to you
1: concentrate on just having the fun
0: yeah and here we do I mean we have taken some time where I've taken like a whole week off and we've done nothing but vacation but there was still things that we you know we still had to do this and that and actually I think the one time the last time we took vacation my kid got sick so (laughs) we couldn't even vacation that much um so that's an issue that's hard yep so the vacation goes both ways Sometimes it's hard to get out of vacation mode. You know, we want to buy all the things, but then to actually go on vacation, it's hard to escape.
1: It doesn't really feel like a true vacation.
0: Unless you really do get a hotel yep. and get a rental car. But yep. that's a, you know, for somebody like us, that's, that's hard to agree to because number one, we have dogs. Yep. So we have to, you know, get them into the equation. Um, but number two, where do we put our RV when we're gone for? Are we going to pay for two spots? Or are we going to pay for a hotel and a spot for our RV? Yep. Uh, so there's a lot of like logistics that make vacationing harder yep. if you're leaving the RV. I think we'll just have to plan a vacation, take the time off, and then say, all right, no dishes, no chores.
1: We're going to go to Michigan. Everybody's going to be all excited. We're just going to leave our RV there and leave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> go on a vacation leave our dogs <laughs> leave our dogs in the rv yeah <laughs> number 7 minimalist you must be a minimalist must if i don't not, care what size rig you have i don't care if it's a van or a what's the biggest
1: <laughs> i mean you can get
0: 46 like a
1: 47 foot fifth wheel toy hauler
0: yeah I mean, I don't care what you have. You have to be a minimalist because eventually it's going to fill up. It's not a house. I mean, even in your house, you should be a minimalist probably, but you have a lot more room for stuff.
1: In a house, it's easier to shove something in a closet or an attic or garage and not worry about it for a while. But here, if you if I shove stuff in our outdoor garage bins, it catches up with you really fast.
0: Yeah, very fast.
1: <laughs> like right now, we're pretty much stuffed full.
0: So all, every single day we have to work at this. It's it's really hard. Uh, you know, you you see cool things, you want to buy them. We just said, you know, all the two all the T-shirts mm-hmm. that we want to buy. We have one drawer. Actually, now we've moved them to our closet, hanging up, so we have a little bit more room. But um, we only have so much room for T-shirts. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and weight is a consideration. You know, you yeah, can't buy a too. bunch of stuff and start overloading your rig.
0: Yep. So being a minimalist and for some this comes really easy, but for others, they have to work every day at it. So you need to think about that.
1: Yeah. If you're, if you're a good organizer, it'll be much easier. But like me, I always have, I start out with big plans of organizing. I'll pull everything out of one of my garages and I'll start putting it back in. But then you got to realize I have so much stuff here that if I put it in, if I put it all in, It's going to have to go in like a puzzle, and that's just not good. It's hard. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Number eight, you cannot get the alpaca. Yep. Even though they're adorable and you want it. It's just not possible. Same thing with a horse. You know, my girls want horses. It's just pretty much impossible. I mean, I'm sure you can make it work (laughs) for some, but for most. Hey, you wouldn't have to
1: have a tow vehicle. Yeah, so you can have your RV and then a horse trailer,
0: <laughs> but then your spaces is, are even more limited because you got to go to horse places. Yep. But uh, this is hard, and that's why we have a third dog coming because we can have another dog.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we know just... people with more dogs than this, which is insane to me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's insane now, yeah, <laughs> until we get the third and want a fourth. No, I'm just no.
1: Kidding. <laughs> Um, but yeah, when you have when you're an animal lover, that's becomes a struggle at one point.
0: Yeah, if we had a farm, you know, some land, we'd have four or five dogs. We'd have sure. all the
1: rescue dogs. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and few horses and an alpaca. We passed an alpaca farm the other day, and there was what forty alpacas. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they were so cute. At one, they were like separated, probably males and females, and. Ooh, <laughs> There was like one
1: one group that was like running, running around chasing each other. Oh
0: my gosh! I couldn't even handle it. It was so cute. They're adorable. They're fun. Number nine, you find yourself wanting land everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. So while it's hard for us to decide on a space to settle down, if we could have land in every spot, yeah, <laughs> we would. The problem is, you know, like for example, we would love land here in Wyoming. But we'd also like it in Idaho.
1: Yeah.
0: And we'd also like it in South Dakota. Yeah. (laughs) And we'd also like it in Arizona.
1: (laughs) In the Rocky Mountains of Colorado.
0: Yeah. So it's really hard. Um, That, I mean, that's, this is like kind of a silly one because obviously you can overcome that. Yeah. um, Pretty simply. Um, But it is hard everywhere you love and you want to come back to it. Um, You know, we haven't explored the East Coast yet, but we couldn't even handle it. We were in Florida and we had to come back to the West. Midwest pulling states. us back, yeah. Um, so there's still so much to explore in the United States, but we're going back to the same states we did last year, mm-hmm. the exact same states. <laughs> so,
1: it's our that. favorite area, like so far for me, especially.
0: Number 10 if you like four seasons, this one, this may be hard to do when you're in an RV,
1: unless you come to Wyoming in June,
0: <laughs> you get it all in one week,
1: yeah. <laughs> You get the snow, you get the freezing temps, you get the rain, and then today it's going to be 80.
0: Yeah. But for the most part, it's hard. We chase 70. We don't, I mean, we didn't see snow. Our kids, you should have seen them when we went into the Rocky Mountains. They were insane. They were so excited um, to see snow. We haven't seen snow in that much snow. I mean, we saw it in Flagstaff, I guess. Yeah. But when we drove up there.
1: But that's pretty much what we do now. We go to mountains for snow and then we leave.
0: (laughs) With foot flops on. Yeah. Uh, but if you like the four seasons, you know, we're from Michigan, and we had four seasons, we had a spring, we had a fall, we had a winter, and we had a summer, yep, and we like
1: sometimes a couple winters,
0: yeah, and we like all of those. I like winter,
1: and it's totally doable to full time in an r v in one you know a state with four seasons, it's just a lot harder,
0: yeah, I mean, there's no insulation, so it would be colder, you'd have to do a lot more work,
1: oh, there's a much more preparation into doing. Yeah. winter camping.
0: Number 11, mountain passes.
1: I think this is yours. Yes. I don't mind them.
0: I added this one in. This is kind of complicated. Uh you there is a huge mountain range that goes through our country that you have to pass. Actually, there's a couple. Yeah. Um that you have to pass over multiple times if you're trying to explore the country. And right now we're We're trying to pass over You know the Rocky Mountains And I'm over there in Google Maps Trying to find the less amount of Zigzags
1: Yeah Like if we drive (laughs) 2,000 miles south To Baja, Mexico We can make it all the way back up In just a few weeks
0: Yeah And Tony is more willing to go over them But it's stressful It's stressful We have to unhook And I have to drive separate And that stresses me out Yeah I'm not a good driver and it's hard on the RV. I also have, um, you know, the thought of number two in my head. <laughs> if, if the engine goes out on our RV, uh, that would be a couple weeks without a home. That'd be interesting. So mountain passes are hard. Yeah. And this kind of just in general, routes are hard. You have to be prepared. You have to be able to plan ahead. There's
1: tons of planning involved in this.
0: Yes. If you are not a planner... It, this part could be very hard for you. Um, and if you don't plan, you could end up stranded. Yeah. People have died. <laughs> yeah. Just recently. Just recently. So it is very, very serious um, that you know your route and where you're going. The other thing, too, is, you know, you have to plan gas. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have to get gas and you're on a stretch of land that doesn't have any gas, you're going to be stranded. So there's a lot of planning This is all part of that one, not just mountain passes, but
1: (laughs) (laughs) just planning in general, planning Mm -hmm. routes, planning stays, how long you're going to stay or how long you can stay. For example, most national forests have a 14 or 16 day stay limit. But when you get into this area in Jackson, it's five, it's five days.
0: Yeah. So um, along these lines, this, this really started, I mean, we did very little planning ahead like this and i remember we were in wyoming coming into utah and we had to go through the go- the flaming. flaming gorge area yeah yeah i wasn't expecting that i don't know if you were but i wasn't and i was like oh my gosh this can never happen again <laughs>
1: and then it happened again 50 miles down the road
0: <laughs> yeah
1: there was a huge mountain pass
0: yes this can never happen again um and then it happened uh, year later or something in northern montana
1: oh in montana cook city Montana. yeah cook city yeah. montana
0: there's two mountains i was like no we're gonna drive all the way through yellowstone which was like what four, four hours, hours. <laughs> four hours out of our way tony talked me into the mountain pass and it wasn't that bad but
1: it could have been worse there's a, a separate road a different road the um tooth highway that we could have taken that was much
0: more scary yeah which we didn't thankfully uh, but planning, planning your route, not planning campsites, and you know that, that too. That, but. Yeah, that too. But that that makes sense, right? You want to like in your mind, you're like, of course, we would plan where we're gonna be. That
1: falls back into number three: the people. So yeah. many people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> of course, you know you're gonna plan that, but you also need to make sure you're planning your route. Yeah. Because. You could get yourself into some situations, Except, especially if you're pulling. You yep. know, you can't back up if you're pulling a vehicle.
1: Yeah, like our class A with our Jeep hooked up, you can't back up.
0: Mm-hmm. So you, you have can. to unhook, There's move tricks. around.
1: There is a trick. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put that out there for everybody. Let's <laughs> just bungee cord the steering wheel so the wheels don't <laughs> turn. But but
0: you can't do it for very long. No. You can only. do It's it a short.
1: very short amount of reversing. Mm-hmm. It's not good for the tow bar or anything, but. Anyways, so yeah, you can get yourself into some situations. I've done it. We pulled into a parking lot, and I thought I could make the turnaround, and it just wasn't quite wide enough. It was about two feet short. So then you have to unhook the Jeep, move it out of the way, get the RV back into the position to leave, and then hook the Jeep back up, so.
0: Also, finding boondocking spots. You know, you go back on these two-track roads sometimes, which we probably shouldn't be on, but we go back on them, and... You know, what's gonna happen when you get down there a little ways and then there's a big hole in the road. We yeah. can't go around it. That means we have to unhook and <laughs> turn around and you have to do like I don't you'd have to back out all yeah. the way. Yeah. You can't turn around. So um, just preparing your route. Yep. Making sure you're planning. And that's hard to Google do for Maps, some people. Google some people Earth. are not planners. Yep. And then the final one
1: Did we mention gas? Yeah. <laughs> Gas,
0: Not. gas, 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 yes.
1: Gas has left a bruise on us this yes. year.
0: So that's it.
1: Yeah. Not that's too our, bad, right? That's our list of, our whiny list, our
0: list of <laughs> things
1: to cry about this year.
0: So my question is, can you work around it?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, we have 34, we have one more podcast that is about negatives. So I would say 30, what, when is this? What podcast is this? This is 37. So we have 35 podcasts about all the good things yep. about this life.
1: All the reasons you should do it.
0: Yeah. And we have two kind of negative ones. The other one is just about broken things, which is kind of negative.
1: And we don't do these to talk you out of becoming full-timers or we traveling a lot. We do. we do. But <laughs> we don't. don't go into it expecting, you know, sunshine and rainbows and
0: or you can. chocolate chip pancakes. Yeah, you can go into it expecting that just... Be aware that these things can happen, and know they can't. Just, just expect them to happen, and then yep. when they do, you're ready for it. Yep. Like, expect the zombies to come, <laughs> and then you won't pass out when they do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep, expect the unexpected, right?
0: All right. I think we should put that on a shirt. What? Expect the zombies to come.
1: Then okay. you won't be surprised?
0: <laughs> then you won't pass out when they do. <laughs> All right, cool. By the way,
1: we do have merch, right? Kind of, yeah. We have some stuff. We have some swag wanna, that you can buy. S-
0: yeah, there is some stuff on our website, but I haven't tested all of the products. I've only tested a couple of them. I still want to get the sweatshirt myself and mm. just make sure it's good quality. But we do have some things on the website. Um, the cups we've got, they're super cute. So if you want a mug, we have some cute mugs. We have a boondocking one and some other cool Designs. We'll have
1: to link to that. We've never shared that, right?
0: No, because I haven't tested everything yet. I haven't tested the sweatshirts. Okay. I've tested the shirts, yep. and I've tested the mugs, but I've not tested the sweatshirts. mug
1: is cool, and the shirt's cool.
0: Yep. Yep. I agree to both. We'll link them. All right, cool. I think that's a wrap. Make sure you're following us at the... Oh, wait. We have a campground review.
1: Yeah, we're going to do a campground review. Okay, cool. Cue the music.
0: One of our favorite
1: things is moving to our new home and seeing our new backyard. It's super cool to get a new view all the time. Some are better than others, and we want to highlight the best.
0: We're going to give you all the details of one special place to stay in the United States.
1: So first, before we do the campground review... Uh, Jonah mentioned that we're going to start sharing more GPS coordinates and cool spots. Boondocking on our spots. Instagram. Maybe not just boondocking. And Facebook.
0: Yeah. Maybe not just boondocking, but um, mostly boondocking. Yeah. And so if you go follow us on the Fiolas, <laughs> you will see that we have one now and we're going to add some more too. And it, we're going to give you coordinates mm-hmm. and then just like a little description of it and some pictures. Of places you should check out. Yeah. So go follow us. And then our review. What's our review on?
1: We stayed at Crystal Ridge RV Park at Ron Coleman Mining. And that is in Jesseville, Arkansas.
0: And I thought this was just a campground. Yeah. <laughs> to get us by. It's close. It's what? An hour from Hot Springs? No,
1: not even. I think it's yeah. like 30 minutes.
0: Okay. So it's less than an hour to get to Hot Springs And Hot Springs National Park. So if you're going there, this is a good spot to stay. And there's mining there for crystals.
1: Crystal mining. We did mention this in a couple podcasts ago about when we stayed there and the girls mined and I mined. And uh, we got some cool crystals out of there. But the, the RV park itself
0: is small. It's
1: smaller. I think it's only 24 sites and less than half of them are full hookup. But all the sites have electric and water. Oh, okay. So even the other ones have electric and water. And they're actually, when we were there, they were in the process of upgrading a lot of sites. So, you know, if you stay there maybe this fall or next year, they're actually going to have, I think, 50 amp at all the sites instead of 30.
0: And it may be more expensive than what we're going to tell yeah,
1: you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we stayed there, the sites were, we paid 25 a night. For water and electric.
0: amazing. Yes, which is a really good deal. It's hard to find $25 sites, so.
1: Yeah, and they have a dump station, so I just used our little
0: mm-hmm.
1: rhino tote and had to go dump once or twice.
0: And it was 52 too, right? We had
1: $50? Uh, no, we had $30. Oh, we there. had 30 okay. Yeah.
0: And it's wooded. It's pretty. There's crystals all over the ground. I mean, you don't even have to go mining. You can find them. Ooh, like that's on the- one
1: thing that we should start doing now, too, is... uh. We can add a Starlink compatibility because that's actually the first place oh. that we've ever stayed that our Starlink wouldn't work. Yep. Because it was so heavily wooded and we couldn't get it high enough. Correct. So if you maybe you have a 30-foot flagpole, you might have got it to work, but we didn't.
0: Yes, but we had great Verizon. Yeah. So I still had the hotspot. My Verizon hotspot worked fine. Yep. But there was no um, Starlink. Yep.
1: But I will say we've stayed at places... Zero cell signal, amazing Starlink.
0: Yes. I'm just going to plug that in right now, too, because we just gave a negative to Starlink. Um, We've stayed at two spots that we had zero cell service. We hooked up our Starlink, and I was able to do Wi-Fi calling, which is And we had,
1: like, 100 meg download.
0: I talked to my mom for over an hour. Probably. Maybe almost close to two hours on Wi-Fi calling, and it was perfect. Mm -hmm. So, on the Starlink. But yeah, that park is really cute. I highly recommend it. When we were there, they were doing remodeling and didn't have like a bathroom or well, any of that, but that is in the works, right?
1: The bathhouse was open when we were there, but the laundry was still in the process of being remodeled. Oh, so okay. They do have bathrooms and showers and stuff. And then they have, um, there's a camp host there. We had got a package there while we were there.
0: She was really cool, yeah? Yep. And we, and there is a dump on the site, just yep. not at the... Campsites. Campsites, yeah. But it's a small campground, so you could easily drive up there and Mm -hmm. dump. And then right next door is the mining place. Yeah. You could walk to the mining place. Yep.
1: And they have an awesome gift shop. They have so much stuff in there. Mm -hmm. So many cool things to just look at. You can look out over the mine where they're doing all the mining operation. And then they have the four-acre public mining area.
0: And it was $25 an adult. For adults,
1: mm, I don't think it was that much.
0: I think it was.
1: I think we got a deal. If you're camping there, you get a little better deal. Like, uh, oh, you can buy it the day before and mine for.
0: Oh yeah, that was couple, cool. Th-
1: two or three hours, then you have the whole next day to mine.
0: And that's if you buy it af- after four, right? Yeah. So if you buy after four, you can mine then, and then you can also mine the whole next day. I don't remember what the costs are. If we look it up, we'll put it in the notes, but we'll definitely link to the Ron Coleman. And we've done it before in our other podcast as well. So you can look at that one as well.
1: That was an unexpected experience. Like we went there just to be close to the national park, which it was. But then we got to do some crystal mining and we got some cool memories from that.
0: Yeah. The kids got like a whole bag of crystals. Yeah,
1: Got some crystals. I'm actually kind of sad because I I was,
0: when you guys went, I had to work and I was just like, I don't really want to do it anyways. It's hot and I don't want to be out. Digging in dirt. The first
1: day we were there, it was, like, cold. <laughs> and then the second day, it was blazing hot.
0: Yeah. And so I didn't go. And then everyone came home. They're all muddy. And then the kids showed me their crystals. And they're, like, real crystals. Yeah, <laughs> Like, not, like, I what was expecting. Them, I think they call them
1: crystal points. So yeah. they're, like, some of them are just completely crystal clear with a, you know, a multiple, uh, what? Yeah, we'll share a Hexagon shaped and a point on, an end, on the end.
0: But I was expecting, like, rocks that have, like, you know, I don't know, crystal rocks. Like geodes or something. Yeah, something not even geodes, not even that cool. Like, (laughs) I was expecting something totally different.
1: Yeah, we highly recommend this place. Yep. We had a good good stay there. We had a lot of fun doing the national park and the mine.
0: And it wasn't hard to book.
1: Nope.
0: (laughs) So, if you're looking for a spot. All right, cool. I think that's a wrap.
1: Yeah, that'll do it.
0: All right, make sure you're following us at The Faolas on Facebook and Instagram. If you need the show notes to this episode or if you want to see the links, it's thefaolas.com slash 37,
1: -hmm.
0: and that's it. I bet you there's no bloopers in this one.
1: Yeah, because we're boring. (laughs) (laughs) We need kids making fart sounds. (laughs) Bye. Bye. You
0: going to say anything?
1: Yeah, I was going to say something, but say it. I don't know what I was going to say now. I
0: don't remember what I was going to say. Um, yeah, it's definitely our biggest expense. As of um, June 15th, twenty twenty two. 2022, um, our average gas price is... Yeah, I removed that. That sounds awful. Okay, I'll say it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the year 2020,
1: 2022...
0: <laughs> I got all excited with the segway and now I ruined it <laughs> take yeah, off we, that last part <laughs> hey can I say something I don't remember what are some other ways we can do you can do a little a, anyways move on Oh wait have a good day that was a blooper (laughs) good day have a good day or good night or that was weird don't don't put that in